Happy Friday, everybody. If you're listening to this, that means that you've made it through the week and it's time to maybe kill some time on your drive to work or while you're at work. But either way, you're listening to the Beard Laws podcast and we're super excited. We had another good episode with me and the boys talking about some crazy news articles and everything else we get into. Greatly, greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. If you happen to watch the show live, we appreciate you guys too. You know what else we would appreciate? If you checked out the Beard Laws Patreon, or if you like some merchandise, they would be a great gift, whether it's Christmas, Halloween, New Year's, a birthday, or maybe a just because present. There's so many great things. And again, whatever you are gratefully enough, we'll go with that and spend and buy some of the merch at the Patreon. It goes right back into the show to continue to make this more fun, to make the quality better and make it something that you truly do enjoy. And as always, if there's feedback or you have anything, I always get around. You can email Logan at BeardLaws.com. But all kidding aside, you could email Matt at BeardLaws.com. But I've wasted enough of your time. You're Friday at that. So grab that cup of coffee, get ready and enjoy this episode right about now you matt like it's all right oh so we're gonna start you know the show was, with... no i was excited to fucking do this shit tonight and here you are cutting me off already before the show even fucking starts and you're like you know what we're just gonna we're just gonna go live i was in the middle of having an important discussion with zach about the sound since zach is like new on are we live we are live here. okay well we, yeah we, we hi countdown. You how you guys doing my name is my name is John Johnson. I uh, I direct movies. Some of them are good. You probably haven't seen those, but uh, Plan Nine is now available for streaming on Amazon Prime. Hey. hey! And it was Prime Day, so if you don't have it yet, um, you know, go get Amazon Prime, and then you can watch it for nothing, and you're gonna get free shipping, all that cool stuff. And uh, that's enough about there. But shout out to our newest member, Lalita. Sweet Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, not Squeakbeard. He's too cool. He's like, oh, I'm going to maybe come in the studio, unlike, you know, one of our other co-hosts who always finds something else to do. But let's let's do it. Oh, you got something to say first, Tommy. I don't want to cut you off again. I'm going to apologize in advance for Bomber and his, for, for what you guys don't know, Bomber has amazing internet. But for whatever reason, the moment he starts streaming live, not not pre-streaming, not before you click live, but the moment you start streaming live, his internet goes from making him look like he's in 4K to making him look like he's in 240p. So just please bear with him. His audio doesn't ever change, but his face does. He's like <laughs> he's like a really bad version of Hitman. Great wow. compliment. Great compliment. Speaking of Bomber, everybody, this is Bomber. All right. And uh, thank you for filling in on this one. As you can see here, Brandon, Jay McDermott, he's not here today. Logan, uh, he's straight up not going to be here. We're not going to play the whole waiting thing because waiting is the hardest part. I happened to call him because he pulled out in front of me while I was in a work vehicle today so I could curse him out and tell him how shitty of a driver he was with a stupid Toronto Blue Jay stickers on the back of his piece of junk Dodge. And he was like, oh, hey, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I'm not going to be there today. I'm going to Syracuse to watch Jake DeGrom pitch. Can't be that mad about him. He's a huge baseball guy. And Jake DeGrom, if you don't know, he's one of, if not the best pitchers currently in baseball who was hurt and he has to do his rehab start in a triple A team in Syracuse. So, hey, sell out crowd. Good for them. It's about two and a half hours from us. And uh, he was going to go watch it. Can't be mad at him. But yeah, at least let us know. So we got a bomber. Hello, bomber. So obviously, Producer Zach is in the studio making his camera debut. I told you he has a voice for radio. If you see him looking down, doing some typing, or maybe even hear it, it's okay. He still has to produce, but he's still there. And thankfully, he doesn't have to produce a poop or semen or anything weird like that in the studio. He's doing producer Zach stuff. 
Yeah, Damn, I was hoping. You were hoping what? Sorry, right, right, never mind. Oh, okay. He was. Uh, um, so, so I'm not going to ask which one it was poop or cum that you got rid of. That's none of my business, and frankly, I don't want to know. And you know what? Back in uh, a couple of weeks ago on the Thursday show, we would probably be featuring a bunch of weird news articles that was about poop or was potentially about cum or potentially about all these people in the UK that were pooping while coming while having sex with a carb or something like that. But we're done with that. We have a couple of topics that we're going to that uh, were submitted by us. And one was Brandon, one was myself. I'll let you guys judge what they are, but it is in the title. We're going to talk about things that annoy our hometown, and we'd love to hear what uh, annoys you about your hometown. And then the second part is wrestling. We're going to talk about some wrestling, all right? Because I got to admit, I think every single person that I knew when we were kids watched wrestling, and I bet you it's down to like 2 to 3% of people that still watch it as they got older. And we're going to talk about why, and we're just going to have a little wrestling talk. But um, first thing I want to talk about is... Um, Toby in his uh, YouTube channel they had another premiere today. I, I was I was less chatty in there because I was painting a room, but I had it out there and I was listening and it was awesome. So if you want to tell, give everybody a quick little recap, and you know, we'll we'll put the link in there. If you want, I'm not the boss of you. It was it was a little bit longer than we normally have. I'm not gonna lie. Um, normally we go between we try for like between like that 35 and 45 minute kind of sweet spot. Um, couldn't really oh, do that yeah. with this one because if we did, it would have been like 35 minutes for this and then 20 minutes for the next video. So it's an it's like an hour and two minutes, but outside of maybe the last five minutes of the video, there's that no point in time where Angel is not losing it. Uh, the name of the 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 name of the um the game that we played is called Find Yourself. It's by Amika Games. It it is known as quote unquote the king of jump scares and uh certainly provided uh, proved that with angel although the next one that we're getting ready to play is also by amika games and it's way worse for, for her we're, what's the name we're of the, the, the game company uh emika e-m-i-k-a yeah they are absolutely amazing that's they're our favorite i think we played i think we played three games by them now if you count the current one that we're doing and just yep. each one keeps getting more and more intense as you go. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. Yep. So there is the link in whether we're on the Beard Laws YouTube, the Beard Laws Twitch, or the Beard Laws Facebook. And our friends at the Talking Beards Network, there's the link if you guys want to check it out. Feel free and uh, definitely give it a thumbs up. And if you can't watch it right now because you're watching us, that's cool. Just open another tab or just uh, you know like it and then go back to your like videos on YouTube and give it a watch a little later. Watch through it. It is worth the watch so uh good stuff make sure you guys check it out and obviously uh there we go look down on the copper johns ticker throughout there producer zach is doing a good job he's going to throw some facts he's going to have all sorts of cool stuff on there so if you get bored of watching it you can at least read if you can't read grim at least we're here for you so we can do audio all right yeah the copper johns ticker by the way for anybody that doesn't can't really see it because maybe you're looking on a phone it's right next to the person that's doing stop motion He's saying stop, did, collaborate, and listen. Why did I? By the way, Bomber knows I love. Him. By the way, I've I've done lives with Bomber multiple times. He knows how much I love him. I just love giving him. I don't know what it is about, and it's only Streamyard. It's literally only Streamyard with him. Yeah, just, I hear about right now. It's good. He's I got four hundred. I've got four hundred meg. Right wow. now, I'm picking at eighty-one. His internet is so much better than mine, but the moment StreamYard grabs a hold of his, his, <laughs> the moment StreamYard grabs a hold of his unit, 
He just gets <laughs> flaccid. And he smiles. I saw it. Bang. All right. Bomber the beard looks great today, by the it way. It does. It oh, does. You, yeah. uh, you got some yeah, copper I had, to, I had to bring definitely. in another person that had a beard for you, Matt. Like, I couldn't. I appreciate that. I mean, uh, you know. Got the, uh, got the uh, bourbon in there. Oh, yeah. yeah Do you like the that? Bourbon bio, yes. It's pretty good, right? Tell yeah. me, tell me if I'm wrong. Would it not make a fantastic candle? Like the first thing yes. I smelled, I was like, this, it's a little bit kind of, I know it's bourbon bayo or bio or however we say it depends on, you know, if you're South or North, you know, we're Canadian. So it's, you know, bourbon maple bio, um, down South it's Bob bio. They, you know, you change it. But, uh, the first thing it, it kind of reminded me like, kind of like hippie ish, you know what I mean? Like it make a, just a really good candle. Yeah. It's got that good knock chamba smell in it. So it, it, it got, yeah, you can definitely fill a room with it and be just chilling. Yep. Is it a yeah. is it a beard balm or like a beard wax or what? Are, what is wax it? and uh, oil, oil wax balm? They have it in all different scents. Oh, yeah, they it, might as they, well. They might as well just make candles then if they're already making beard wax. I mean, it don't take much he, to put a wick in there. He used to, um, but he kind of stopped with the line because he ended up instead of focusing on the candles, he started doing um, um, skin like uh, butter skin or whatever it would be skin butter. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know that sounds creepy, but either way, lotion. Um, I mean, kind lotion? of, but he calls it body skin or skin by skin butter. Body That's butter. That. Yeah. Body butter. Yeah. That's the one I knew we'd get there. I got and it. Also, I got it, Hannibal. Let's just keep moving. <laughs> Where is this going? We have to Jesus. Stop oh. Okay. And then he also did women's cologne. So if there's any women out there like, oh, a beard company, they would never think of us. They have a woman's cologne. And I think I know somebody that you're maybe going over that I would love to send a bottle and uh, see what she has to say. You can't smell for shit. but I, I can't smell anything, it. but she loves it like... When I got my um, vanilla alchemy from Wooly Wizard, Wooly. Yep. oh my god, she loved that. She likes the stuff that she likes. Pretty much all the stuff that I get, I get based on what I know she likes. Yep. So if we can get something over to her and let her give like an honest review, maybe during the podcast or at any time, yeah. then let's do it. Yeah. Well, um, what would you do? I don't know. I'll even grow my oh. facial hair back out oh, for it. Press enter studio again. Producer Zach pressing buttons yeah, out here. Just don't press there. end broadcast. There's a hotkey on the mouse. Oh, yeah. Well, don't press the hotkey. I didn't mean to. Press mute. All right. So, producer Zach, first time he's, he's going to make it through there. But, Dude, bro, uh, yeah. You gotta, so, you got to get him one of these, man. He, he's got on. it right under. You can see it. You could click on. On switch. There's an on off switch. Yeah, there is. Oh, he'll be all right then. He'll figure it out. No, he, uh, he accidentally kicked himself out of the studio altogether. Great producer, you're doing you're doing wonderful things, Zach. Who hotkeys that on the mouse? Oh, bro, you know what it is, Matt. He 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 nat won his dexterity roll for a second. I did. I did. Look at you. Look at Um, but yes, remind me. We'll send uh, we'll send you guys a care package, and uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll set up a Toby and Angel um, affiliate code. So you. You guys can make some money. People can uh, use that code if they I'll love buy it. a whole bunch of stuff and I'll uh, I'll raffle it off uh, at the meetup. Little spouse butter. There we go. You remind me. We'll make it happen, and uh, that's awesome. And I know Bomber. Uh, you have a code as well. Yes, I do. There we go. Yeah. Look at that. Codes. I have a code, and he's got a code. Everybody's got a code. Back. And now I feel bad that you don't have a code. So we're gonna. Well, we're gonna I mean, let's be honest. You guys have beards. I have. Uh, I have the Higgins. So yeah, but, it makes more sense for the guy that has the least amount of facial hair to not have the least amount of coatage. But we have mustache waxes. Either way, 
So amazing. And and the cool thing too, I'm going to say this one more time because this is Copper John's ticker. Um, we were able to collab with a couple different Harley Davidsons, like local Harley Davidsons. So we have a whole bunch of Harley Davidson and uh, like inspired scents and everything. They're amazing. So if anybody uh, is bearded and loves Harley or women, if you're into, you know what I mean? The scents and stuff with the body butter, thanks bomber cologne, stuff like that. The cologne scent um, that they have in women's I've, should have probably remembered that but i'll let you know the different ones there's guy cologne women's cologne and yeah what you got toby okay not that i'm sponsored by them but i do i absolutely love them i'm going to see if i can get sponsored by them because they're their stuff can get a little expensive from time to time but there is yep. a a candle place out there they they go by the name of goose creek candle okay um they do have an app but um the reason i the the way that i found them is my wife loves the smell of like like we were just talking about harleys right so of course for whatever reason it got me thinking all right my leathers and you know my jacket and my everything and i was like ah goose creek candle makes a candle scent that is literally it's just leather and i swear it is by far her favorite candle scent she's ever smelled yeah there's a couple so, that, uh, that we have that has leather, not candles, obviously. But uh, do you want to hear the scent profile on the uh, the woman's cologne, or do you want it to be a surprise? Do you want Do you want to hear the scent profile on the women's cologne, or do you want it to be a surprise, baby? And she's on her way. She's like, I'm coming. All right, all right. So not only that, they have that. They actually have like a, a woman's hair and skin oil, which is the same scent profile, and it's called the Effie. E-F-F-I-E, pretty sure I said it right. And it's uh, lemon, granny smith apple, jasmine, marigold, musk, amberwood, and cedar. And you're going, that's way too much. I've got a whiff of this. Love a good musk. She is a very, she is a very earthy scent woman. She likes natural, she likes natural wood. She likes leather. She likes like cedar wood, sandalwood, you know, mahogany, like. No, yep. no, you're not. No, the basic girl would have loved what he just said. I think I, I think you'll you'll be pleasantly surprised. Either way, we're going to get it to you. You're going to try it. And uh, if you don't like it, that's cool, too. Just let us know. Again, in the scent profiles, that's why there's so many. It's not for anybody. But again, Intermountain Harley Davidson, thank you for collabing with us. Let's get into our topics. That was Copper John's, if anybody wants to. You can go to thebestbeardoils.com. That was smart. I did that. I did that all by myself. You did? I made that. All right, let's do the thing. First one. Things that annoy you about your hometown or the place that potentially you're living now, because let's be honest, everybody has something that really annoys them. Every place has some things that are really good. Well, most places, um, I'm assuming, you know, every place has something good. And then there's a lot of places <laughs> that it just stinks. So, uh, She's I don't like, know I gotta walk away. That's probably, yeah. I mean, you, you kind of hinted at it uh, earlier, uh, what you said, and I believe you said everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Especially the internet, I think that'd be high on your list. I mean, I can. T- there's a couple of things I could talk about, but so the downside to me, like, if you really want, I can talk to you about every place I've lived, which might make me a better candidate to go last because <laughs> I've been. I, I was in the military for 20 years, so as we all know, I grew up in Minnesota, but I lived in North Carolina, Louisiana, California, Alaska, Washington State, and then I also spent a year in Bosnia and a year in Iraq. With so if you people. want me to talk about all the, the pros and cons of each of those places, I'm more than happy to. I have vivid memories of 
God forbid every single one of those places. I thought you were going to say Bosnian pizza. Oh, yeah, let's Bosnia. not, uh, let's not do all of them. Bosnia. Okay. We won't do all of them. No, but let's do one. I'll go last and I'll okay, just yeah. grab like a couple. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do the thing. How, how about bomber? You lead us off, whether it's, you know, maybe it's a hometown and you know, you were born and raised there and you're still there. Maybe it's a place, whatever, either hometown or current place. What's something that just annoys you. Tell us about the banjos, man. Um, bomber. Um, I can probably say the thing that is top of the list. I can just say is Cleveland Browns. Oh, amen. That's the factory of sadness. <laughs> I live in a town that hasn't had a football team that's been any worth of shit in 30 years. The rivers have caught fire and it snows a lot. Uh, we can relate to that, except for we don't have a football team. And let's be honest, you're probably going to end up having a football team with a much different uh, mascot in the next five years, I'd have to imagine. You, guys, you can claim Buffalo. Yeah, but they're still four hours like west of us. So I, You are I like literally in the middle of nowhere, New York. Yeah, we're actually very close to Ottawa. So Yeah, but that, we in, can claim can, the Senators. Yeah, fuck them. No, I'm not claiming them. <laughs> Nobody claims the center. Ottawans don't even claim the center. You know what? We're not going to get into hockey talk. That's no, we won't get into that because we could go off on them. But uh, all right, yeah. So um, uh, I'm going to say one thing. Oh, go ahead, Bomber. Um, I mean, and it's probably mostly everywhere. I mean, you know, this the sense of entitlement. I mean, I live in kind of a um, middle class area, and I'm mm -hmm. definitely not like the middle class attitude. So the sense of entitlement of people going to I mean, just Walmart, and they're like, "I'm important." Yep. Sends me over the edge, but it's pretty probably pretty much everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see that. Uh, one, one thing I'll say, based you know, kind of keep going with this Canada talk and everything that we just did is oh, sure. um, pre, I guess, pandemic, and it probably it's going to start ramping up again. But uh, we're border town, obviously, so a lot of Canadians would come over and you know spend a lot of their money because it was much cheaper for them to come over, pay the dues, buy their stuff. Go over, pay the dues again, pay the taxes on the products that they just bought, still save money. Not complaining about that. Yeah. But the Canadians coming over and kind of, you know, when, when they do a Thanksgiving sale on turkeys and buying four shopping carts of turkeys and just kind of like plowing through you and just having no goddamn courtesy. And, you know, there's a lot of shitty people in every town. And, you know, there's some in here, but relatively, it's a pretty easy going you know what I mean? Like there's, there's a lot of good people and then you get this and then the next thing you know, there's pretty much brawls over frigging turkeys and these Canadians and shit. And it's like, uh, that's one thing that does get a little bit old for me. But uh, Zach, you got, you got anything that, uh, that annoys you? I know there's going to be a couple, any that you want to say live while you're on the air that a lot of people that are watching you from this hometown can replay and listen to. The big thing for me is, so I left for 11 years and I came back in, in the, especially like the first six months coming back, it was the going to the store and people that I just, I waved to, I was polite. Hey man, how's it going? Mm -hmm. But then I don't know. There's like this weird thing where they felt obligated to be like, so, Hey man, how you been? Where you been? Mm -hmm. Oh, so-and-so. And it's like, listen, we haven't talked since before graduation. Do you really care? Like, can I just get my milk and my half and half? And can I go like, cause I know you have other stuff you want to do too. Like we don't need to do this, but no. it, it happens a lot. Yeah. It, it, you know, call me a dick for thinking that. What you know, dick. come on, let's move things on. What about uh, Bomber, where you're from? Like when you when somebody's like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, they greet you. What's one of the first things that comes out of their mouth? Is it like a "Hey, hello"? 
Because here, it's just living the dream. Every fucking person, I think, that I know um, the program. I think it's like a uh, toss-up between a, you know, same old, same old, or, you know, yeah, living the dream. So it's not um, just Yeah, and it's... I, I don't try to associate with a lot of people that are around my town because they're just goddamn annoying. Um, but yeah, anytime that I've seen anybody from like way back in high school that I haven't talked to and since graduation, they're like, Oh my God, it's you. How's it going? Eh, it's all right. Yeah. I'm living the dream. Oh, uh, that drives me fucking nuts. Uh, I and- like to look them right in the eyes and say more than enough, more like a nightmare, huh? <laughs> Well, I would always say, you know, well, I guess if you're living the dream, then I'm the man of your dreams. That's fucking weird, huh, bud? <laughs> and most of, and then there was one guy that I used to work with all the time. He'd be like, just live in the dream. And I looked at him one day. I said, if you fucking say it again, I'm telling you, I'm not only going to throat punch you. I'm going to throat punch and dick punch you at the same fucking time. Stop saying it. And the next day I was like, hey, how's it going? He went, Living Dead's a really good series. Um, I'm pretty good. And I think from that day, and then he would just pick up, he would always go, literally, I was at the store and literally I saw the funniest thing. Literally, it was, I was almost dying. I love those people that don't understand the pure definition of literal and figuratively. So then it was the same thing. I'm going to throat punch Mm. you and dick punch you. And thankfully he stopped saying literally for a little bit. So we were just saying, you know, uh, you know, the one thing that comes out of their mouth, but uh, I think we're ready for you now. What's uh? Feel free to just go. So here's the thing is like, I'm not going to include Iraq because obviously I'm probably going to have a slightly biased um, interpretation of what I think Iraq, uh, Iraqi culture is like. However, we all know that. Okay. So here's your choices. I'll give everybody three. All right. Since there's three other people in this chat and I'll let each of you choose one. I've lived in Minnesota, North Carolina, um, I very short stint in New York, so I won't include that really. Uh, California, that Washington State, Alaska, and Bosnia. I'm going Minnesota and Haiti. and Haiti. Yes. So Matt wants Minnesota. So let me tell you. So Minnesota is probably the second best place that I've ever lived. The reason yeah. is, besides the climate, um, you get all. So you get all four seasons, right? Um, there's nothing greater than seeing a fall and like you hear people always talk about the falls, like the fall in like, um, the upper, uh, Northeast, right? Like what is it? Yeah. New Jersey or wherever, New Hampshire, everybody goes Nobody to go see the leaves. The yeah. So you New get Jersey that. In, yeah. So you get that in, in Minnesota. So you get these gorgeous colors during the fall. You get nice temperate climate climate in the fall and in the spring summer is usually, I mean, if you're talking like mid to late, you know, mid to late July through like mid August, it's horrible no matter where you live. I don't care where you are. It's it's horrible. It's going to be humid. It's going to be hot regardless of where you live. It was like that in Alaska. I'm sure it's like that in the North Pole. It's right where um, we are too. Same, we have the same. I bet you we're very close yeah. on the latitude of where yeah. I think we're 44. It is absolutely gorgeous in Minnesota. I loved Minnesota. Now, the downside to Minnesota for anybody that's lived in the Midwest or anywhere north, and when I say north, I'm talking north. 
no, Maine. You do not. You are not nearly as north as Minnesota is. So don't even try your bullshit like you always try. <laughs> um, learn that maps get flattened out so that it does this on the edges. You're like midway through Minnesota. Did you um, say the Earth is flat? It is. No, I said <laughs> maps get flattened out. Don't try it. So, don't you, don't you start with that shit with me, you devil tongued serpent. Um, That's a different topic. The, the worst part, obviously for Minnesota or any place that's in the upper Midwest or the upper Northeast or even the upper Northwest is always going to be winter and snow. Like a lot of people hate it. I personally, I love it. I love yep. snow. I love, I love the winter. I don't have a problem with all the slush and the blizzards and everything else that everybody else hates. And the reason is, is because I am a child at heart, but an adult in body, which means I still have the ability to see shit. I have to shovel the driveway, but at the same time, I can go, I bet there's some really cool fucking snow hills around the corner. Yeah. The worst is, though, where we're from, you get the snow, and then it's negative 35 for two and a half weeks, and you can't go enjoy the shit because it's so goddamn cold. Yeah. So with that, let's go ahead and jump into how I felt about Alaska. So Alaska... uh. Probably, I, let's see here. I said Minnesota was my second, so Alaska is my third favorite state for okay. all the exact same reasons as Minnesota, with the difference that you don't get it's not like what they say where you have 24 hours of darkness. You might have 24, you might have 24 hours of darkness for about 20 days. Um, that's is, certain as, areas too. It's not all yeah, of Alaska, right? Yeah, as, as high as. Fairbanks, like the more north you get, so a lot. What as a lot of people as, don't realize, as high as you lot, on a Tuesday show. Yeah, what a lot of people don't realize is that Alaska is the largest of all the fifty U.S. states. Texans want to tell you that it's them, and what they don't realize is it takes five Texases to fill the United States, whereas in comparison, it only takes two Alaska, two, <laughs> two. So. Uh, <laughs> So suck it up, Texas. Um, Hold on. Did you see Rosie's comment? Uh, of course I did. Of course okay. I did. And I I'll break his leg again when he shows oh. back up on my property. So um, <laughs> I just kind of took it in stride. I was going to let it go, not say anything. And then what I was going to do was smash his ankle with a skateboard as soon as he showed up on my property. But see, you've ruined it now, Matt. Because I'm just a skater boy. You. He said, now see you later, you. boy. That's on me. That's on me. Um, before we get into the third one, I, I just want to remind people really quick that we do have the picker wheel. So if you have yes. any questions for the picker wheel, please let us know. It can be anything. It can be, you know, uh, what's your, I don't know. I was going to say everything was dirty. That was coming. Any question in the entire world, we'll spin it. If we land it, we have to talk about it. All right. That's right. All right. All right. So I'll, I'll finish Alaska real quick. Like the, the best part about Alaska, one is where I was in Fairbanks. Um, I love riding my motorcycle. Um, the summertime, you pretty much literally get 24 hours of daylight, like wow, without having to put on headlights or anything for about three straight months. It, it does suck, but I mean, you cover up your windows and you're fine, but it is gorgeous. And uh, I couldn't drive more than 10 minutes without going up a mountain range in any wow. direction. That's awesome. And it was beautiful view. Like I loved Alaska. Hunting is amazing. Outdoor activities are awesome. Like I, and again, I can stand the cold. It's a little too cold for me, which is why I give it that one notch below Minnesota. So okay. I've covered those two places. 
Bomber, where would you like me to, to rate? Just because it, it, it's just going to be an interesting conversation. California. Fuck California. Yeah. Right, so let me explain real quick why I hate California. Um, Californians. Um, it really is mostly that. Uh, their, their climate actually isn't bad. Um, not a huge fan of of the scenery in California. I'm not gigantic on the ocean and outside of the ocean with California, there's not a shit ton there. You get a little bit of mountain range and a little bit of Hills there, but outside of that, like fucking Californians, like, I'm sorry, man. Like if you live in California, you might be a good person. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say all Californians because I'm not that blanket person, but in general, the majority when 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 out of a hundred people that I've probably met from California, ninety nine and one half because one was a midget were all horrible, shitty personalities. I'm just gonna go with that's California. Yeah, I mean, I I, I have to imagine I've I, well, I have met a decent amount of people through social media and stuff that were California. A lot of them, a lot of them are typical californians and then a lot of people that move from all over the world to cali they start to become them i don't know what it is like yeah we can yeah it's just like like i've got one of my mods like i mean i love kk cali babe like i love her but she is your stereotypical super ditzy blonde valley girl she's she's that she's she's an awesome person but goddamn, if you're trying to explain something to her, set aside some time, bro. Like I love her to death, but I I have to look at my watch and, and go, all right, I got time for this. I got time. <laughs> nice. I feel uh, heat lasers being shot through me to Toby by wow. Khaleesi. I can't help it that Khaleesi fits right into that fucking rest uh, of the genre. Yep, that is. Uh, shout out to Jeremy Little. What's up, my dude? Uh, pretty soon, we're, hey, hit me up. Remind me. We're going to have the kick-ass jerky ticker in an episode coming up there. That shit's amazing. So good. All right. Let's... So, um, I'm gonna, oh, hold go on. Real quick, Zach. Where, where yeah. you got for me? Do you want me to cover anywhere? Do you remember all the places I said that I've been? Let's do Bosnia. I, I made the Bosnian jo- uh, pizza joke. So let's do Bosnia. Bosnia is number one. Hey, Bosnia is the, outside, listen... As it was completely war torn when I went, obviously, because I went at the peak of the of the Bosnian uh, the Bosnia Herzegovina um, war with in, with Kosovo and all that other stuff going on. But climate, uh, the the people that are there, the environment, the the temperatures, like everything in Bosnia. I'm not gonna lie to you. Was like it was gorgeous. It was like being at home, just in a completely different culture. And the reason why it tips the scale on Minnesota is every girl there still wears spandex disco jeans. Hell yeah. Long, dark hair, olive skin. They all look like they've just been doing Jane Fonda's workout their whole lives. Wearing spandex disco jeans like they're still in style. Chef's kiss. Bosnia, (laughs) number one. Bosnia, number one. Um, Hell yeah. Oh, that was good. That was a good topic. Uh, thanks, Brandon. Brandon, that was his idea. Couldn't be here, but that was a good topic. Uh, let's go with uh, let's go with one I had. If you guys want to, I mean, 
you guys watch wrestling either as adults or children like the w the wwf or what you know what i mean like that kind I'm, of yeah i'm not a current wrestler um i'm not a current wrestling fan i am a 80s through attitude era 90s wrestling yep. fan okay same same here and i have to imagine just about all of us you know we're the we're the same obviously zach's probably the youngest but i think he does appreciate it as well and you guys were actually wrestlers like the real kind of wrestling, not saying that the WWE is fake. But one thing that is very intriguing to me is pretty much every single person I knew growing up, growing up, growing up, uh, watched wrestling, great, loved wrestling. Uh, you were getting, you know, stunners in the hallway. Like it was just a thing. You know what I mean? The the shirts, the the toys. And like I said, Squeak said earlier, he was he was Macho Man Randy Savage for like seven Halloweens, I think. So, I mean, it was just a thing. And, and now, I mean, just being out in, you know, say – um, a, a store that begins with W and rhymes with fart. You go into the toy section, you don't see a ton of wrestling stuff. You know what I mean? Oh. And you don't see a lot of kids that are wearing the attire. And the only reason, honestly, that I even hear the word wrestling or hear a little bit about it is because I listened to the Pat McAfee show. And now he's going to be on SummerSlam. And he, who he is a retired contract. Yeah, he's, he's a retired NFL punter from the Indianapolis Colts. And now he is into the wrestling scene as a, as a uh, wrestler. I tell you what, man, his, his WrestleMania. His WrestleMania day, or what, what was the name again? It was, um, what, what, what was his name? Did he go up against? Um, no, I'm trying Pat? to remember the name of the, it was, it's, it's Pat, right? It's, um, Pat McAfee. Pat yes. McAfee, yeah. Dude, his debut in WrestleMania was phenomenal. It was, it was, it was phenomenal. Like, like I said, I don't watch a lot of current wrestling. I did watch yep. this year's WrestleMania. Some people were kind enough to give me access to it, and it kind of jump-started me back into it. And I'm going to tell you one of the reasons why it jump-started me back into it was because of McAfee. Yeah, same. He had a great match. It was. It had a lot going on. He surprised the hell out of me, I'll tell you that. Like with His, his athleticism. Yes. Oh, my God. Like Jumping like, up on the in the corners. When and... he did the jump up in the corner and the suplex from the corner, I was like, yeah, whoo. Yeah, we were watching it on my on my not live on high notes, and I was just getting excited. But that was that was good, and, and that's you know, and that kind of what triggered this question. You know what I mean? Like we were all there. We lived kind of the same you know era of wrestling and everything. But like, what do you think changed? Is it because there's more shit for kids to watch, and you know, or, or do you think it's the 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 not the show, but the 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 sport itself? I feel. I'm sorry. I'll let somebody else go before it's if bomber. will be able to tell you, this is a topic that regularly we end up falling into on my lives. And I end up talking for like an hour and a half on this. Okay. Well, if you go to, yeah, long, I, I'll yeah, I don't know if there, what would have possibly changed to, are you saying more like sway people away from it? Uh, yeah. I mean, it just, is, yeah. It, I mean, I, I guess know. what I get. I, I guess I would say. I, I think what Matt's trying to say is what has caused what has caused people to seemingly. I mean, and I'm going to say it seems like that for me because I don't watch anymore. But what has caused? It seems like there's been a sway in the age targeted the the targeted age group for the audience versus what it used to be, where it was almost like we're we're trying to get everybody with this to where it seems like a lot of the older crowd like those of us that are the, i'm gonna say what i'm gonna say 
the Gen Xers and early millennials do not watch wrestling as much as when it was out in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s is 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 being viewed now. Yep. I mean, look, I mean, uh, I watch a fair amount like, you know, we'll we'll have it on on Monday night and Friday night or whatever. I mean, I'm not sitting there intently with every episode, but I mean, it's still a good smattering of people. I mean, age groups. I mean, there's the kids there. You know, you don't really have any of the face painting anymore because nobody really face paints anymore. Yeah, you, know? you don't have your ultimate warriors. Yeah, you don't have the kids all ultimate warriored out. But um, I don't know. I think I think honestly, it took a kind of a bit of a turn. And I applaud WWE for this of how they handled it was when COVID hit. Um, they kept going, but had it in a studio, and then they eventually got to a point where you could log into a live stream and be put up on a monitor like you were sitting in the crowd. That was so smart that, of them. I will say that that was smart of them. It got yeah. more people in a in a world where everybody wants to be instantly famous and instantly seen. Like you guys will see that on your social media lives. People come in. Ah, I want a shout out. It's the same concept. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, I th- I I do. I think that that was an absolutely amazing move on their part. Um, I don't know. I mean, what else? I I think they're doing really well too is with the cameo appearances. Like they had Stone Cold with Pat McAfee on there. You know what I mean? I, I called it that he was going to be there for both nights. There was yep. doubters out there, but I was like, I feel like he's going to be there both nights. Yep, and, and I I'd have to imagine again not being a guy that watches it currently, but I have to imagine a lot of the wrestlers are still really good at what they do. I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're not act, but they're, you know, their personalities are really good. They probably play into the parts really well. They're obviously freaks of nature. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to have the, the mankind McFoley's that are oh, yeah. huge names. Current, there. Day mean, wrestlers, all... current day wrestlers. Absolutely. They're just, they're beasts. Yeah. It's like they looking have... at a shit ton of iron sanctuaries out there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and it's, I do have to say they have a good, you know, they have a, all the heavyweight big guys, you know, like, uh, but, and then they also have the, the smaller guys that are absolutely their athleticism and their being able to, you know, run the ropes in a sense and jump Ray from Mysterio. one set. Yeah. Ray Mysterio, um, Sinkara. RVD yeah. jumps to my mind from a little bit. Well, and here's, back. here's the other, see, and we're all mentioning people that really were bigger back in the oh. late 90s and in early 2000s. But here's the thing is uh, professional wrestling, believe it or not, whether people want to admit it or not, professional wrestling actually is very hand-in-hand with professional boxing. The heavyweights draw the crowds, but your best matches are seen at that middleweight, super welterweight and, and light heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. heavyweights are the big brawlers. They're like they're your they're your Brock Lesnar's. You know what I mean. But then your excitement comes from the light, the lighter weight classes where you've got your high flyers and you've got your fast guys. Like, let's be honest. Back in the back during the like the Attitude Era, heavyweights were the main attraction. You had your Stone Cold, you had your Rock, you had Mick Foley, you had Undertaker, you had Kane. That's all your Triple H. All these guys are your heavyweights. Not to but mention then, when NWO came over. But at the same time, you also had the greatest triple threat tag team matches on the face of the planet between 
3D and the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian. Like, and these are your lightweight. These are your light heavyweights. These are your super welterweights. Like, even back then in the Attitude Era, the heavyweights are are used to draw the crowd, but to keep the crowd, it's it's the lower weight classes that keep them. If all you ever do is have heavyweights it's eventually going to falter and you need to find a new plan. That's where you kind of ran into problems from the 1980s moving into the attitude era, because as the eighties faded out, all the eighties ever had was heavyweights. Yeah. True. Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Big John Studd, Jimmy Superfly Snuka, Ricky, the dragon steamboat, Randy Macho Man Savage, George, the animal steel. I can go on and on. They're all considered your heavyweight class. Yep. And as you started moving on, people needed something. Not to mention the fact that you look at the move sets that people do nowadays and compare that to Hulk Hogan's leg drop, which, yeah. to be honest, it's a joke. But the reason why it worked versus why, like, the reason you still get that kind of love for, like, Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior, even though their move sets weren't nearly as dynamic, nearly as complicated is because their personalities are better than the personalities of today you can have the most acrobatic just death defying move set on the face of the planet but if you have the personality of a wooden plank you're (laughs) garbage to watch there's no more storyline there's no more soap opera back in the day you would have guys would come and they'd still be they'd be pre-recorded we all know that they were pre-recorded but Mean Gene Okerlund sitting there and having a conversation with the macho man, like right before he goes out <laughs> to the ring. And then as soon as it's over, another interview talking about what happened. Well, you know what? I went in there and Hogan got the best of me. It was something. It was a soap opera. And it was really, really easy to get yourself involved in because there was these they, and they didn't have to be overly complicated, but they were just so intriguing of storylines. Everybody remembers the, the three-way tear between Hulk Hogan, Randy Macho Man Savage, and Miss Elizabeth. We all know it. Whether you say you do or not, me just mentioning it, you go, holy shit. Yep. Holy shit, yep. You know it. Tell me a storyline that means shit to you at any point in time in literally the last decade. It's yeah. not nearly as gripping as anything that happened in Attitude Era. No. Nothing that happened in the 80s. Every, if I mentioned Stone Cold Steve Austin smacking Vince McMahon with, with a bedpan in the hospital, you remember it. If I talk to you about DX showing up at WCW, essentially in a Jeep with a 50 cal on it, you remember that. But you don't remember shit that happens anymore because it's stale boring, flaccid storylines that give no depth to your characters and you're relying on these high-flying moves and these guys just having these builds and it's just not drawing to the audience anymore. It might be to a younger crowd who has that shorter attention span and they won't be able to hang on to that backstory and all the other things that are happening. But to your Gen Xers, your early millennials, and even quite a bit of your Gen Zers, they need that. We need that in order to stick with this type of entertainment. We need a story. We're the ones that like going to watch movies 
and watching a movie that's got a really good plot with a good backstory to develop the whole movie, you're not doing that anymore. And if you're not doing that, you're eventually going to lose, which is why they have to adapt to this TikTok style marketing of, hey, I'm going to throw your face up onto this uh, onto this giant screen. I'm going to give you that chance for your 30 seconds of fame. And that's Imagine what if mankind had now. a TikTok. <laughs> What's that? that? Imagine if mankind had a TikTok. Oh God, that'd be awesome. awesome. But you have to imagine awesome. too, like back, you know, uh, when this wrestling and everything was, you know, in its prime, you didn't have all these short form stuff. And now I think yeah. so many people in that younger generation, they don't have the attention span for this stuff of, you know, uh, you know, 30, 60 seconds, a couple of minutes. And it's like, ah, oh, this is boring. They don't want the buildup of that, you know, that drama and that storyline. anymore. In way, so, in and that's what, drove, that's what okay. really drove your matches back in the day. And not just like the major ones, like, wrestlemania or pay-per-views like i'm literally like sunday sunday morning wrestling used to be a big thing like saturday you know we're saturday yeah because you'd have saturday morning cartoons and sunday morning wrestling and it would be all these things would drive up and they would drive these storylines to just build and build and build and continue to be more intense and then that sunday when they know nobody's at work it's sunday morning and everybody is just now, now you're glued. Like, I I grew up watching Jerry Blackwell and um, Greg uh, Greg and and Jim Vanya and Mister Wonderful Paul Orton and Baron Von Roschke, like the Fantastics. That's who I grew up watching, and those people are the ones that really. It's that's how they that's how they did it, man. Like all American wrestling back in the day was like huge for me. That was the Midwest yeah. thing. And then the fabulous Freebirds. I learned about all these other ones, and they eventually, like WWF, just eventually. And I'm sorry, I'm not calling them WWE. Fuck you, and fuck that panda wielding WWE uh, or WWF that made them change their shit. But I, I really do miss old school wrestling, just because even if even if the move sets and like their abilities weren't nearly as good the stories it was just the stories it was just a muscle bound literally it was just a muscle bound daily soap opera and it was just it would hurt men yeah and it would (laughs) hook you know because the like you compare okay who's who's your bad who's your bad guy nowadays like who's your bad guy that people are like fuck that guy who is it I don't know. Anybody? I, don't know, I know they brought Brock Lesnar back at WrestleMania, so I, but I don't know if he's a heel or not. It's, it's, it's kind of a show. split right now. People are kind of either for or against Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Okay, really? so let's take yeah. Roman Reigns. I like Roman. Okay, so here you got Roman Reigns, right? Which, by the way, he's my long shot for celebrity death in 2023. Oh um, shit! Yeah, I said what I said. Uh, this year, I thought it's, you uh, bring up celebrity death match for a second. No, no, no. This, this year, my my long shot for celebrity death is Jason Momoa. Yeah, um, <laughs> same person, aren't they? But take Roman Reigns, right? Who's like the who's like your bad guy of bad guys right now? Go ahead and compare him and his storyline and his TV appearances and his 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 spots. You know, his speaking spots. Compare him with. The bad guy back in the day, Ric Flair. Yeah, or 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 DX. You can't compare them. Yeah, or 
Jesse the Body Ventura, who was another bad guy. Like he all he he was your he was the one that he was the Deadpool. Jesse Ventura was the Deadpool. He was the anti-hero. Right? Like he like everybody loved him, but he supposedly was like the guy you're not supposed to like, which is what Steve Austin was. People don't realize that Steve Austin was not a good guy. Steve Austin was a heel the whole time. Yeah. And everybody <laughs> loved him. Just loved him. Compare yeah. that to compare that to Roman Reigns. Roman <laughs> Reigns cannot hold a candle to a, a bad guy anywhere from the Attitude Era back. He can't hold a candle to Mr. Fuji, which Can let's talk about managers. Where the fuck are the managers and why do we not have manager storylines? Well, and that's the yeah. thing is the manager, the only one that's there is um, the one that's Paul Roman Reigns. Still, right? Paul, yeah, but he jumped yeah. like uh, Brock Lesnar came back and Paul Hamish came back. And then all of a sudden he left. Where's and Paul then all Barrett? Of a sudden, Paul Barrett dead? Paul, Paul Barrett. Heyman? Paul Barrett's dead. Oh, yeah. Paul Barrett died. Yeah. Yeah. I think but Paul not, Barrett was like the last legit wrestling manager, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, he was like the last, like, legitimate all he did. He wasn't an announcer or anything like that. He legitimately, all he ever did, he's like, oh. Yeah, he, he was like, I loved Paul Barrett, man. Like, I loved Paul Barrett for how much of a wuss he was. Like, I loved Paul Barrett for that. Well, and his okay. facial expressions and stuff. But I, I do have to say, though, nowadays, actually, I honestly, instead of just being eye candy anymore, the women's division, because they've gone away from the uh, whole diva thing. Yep. They tried that whole thing with the diva matches, and that was kind of bringing out the uh, more of the women into the, into the frame. Yep. But now, like, there was a big push for them to get away from that. And it's like now it's the women's division, and now One. I enjoy watching those matches a lot more than the other ones because there's, uh, well, I mean, just purely because. One hundred percent, I agree with Bomber. Women's wrestling now, and the women's that. women's representing in professional wrestling is is three hundred percent better than it was. Yes. Even in the even even in the even in the attitude era. In the attitude mm -hmm. era, they were mainly like eye candy and like you know, arm candy with a couple like you've got ones that did wrestle like Trish Stratus and and uh Sable, but even I mean even China? then China, China was no woman. Um, <laughs> no, that's not what so the video said. Joni, what was it? Joni Laura was her name? Joni Laura, right? Wasn't that China's real name? Oh, um I'm not sure. But at the same, you know, that that might have started signifying the, the turn, but it turned in the wrong way. Like they started giving women a little bit more of the spotlight as physical athletes, but then they went the way of divas. Yeah, that, that nobody that here it. believes that Stacy Keebler can kick anybody's ass. They just yeah, enjoyed the fact that she had eight foot long legs from her heel to her hip. The leggy Stacy Keebler. Let's yeah. be honest, too. It's kind of like trying to compare that people actually love watching lingerie football for the game. Yeah. I am not going to lie to you. My wife will tell you. I have pointed it out to her. Games, I watch. Mm -hmm. I, and by the way, have a little bit of respect. It's no longer the lingerie football league. It's the, it's the Legends Football League. And it yeah. is fucking phenomenal. For a reason. Those women when, go when it first started. Or... <laughs> 
But when it first started, how terrible really was the Oh, my God. It was, itself. yeah. That it was the starters and gameplay, I, I will say this. Like, watching, trying to watch one of the quarterbacks throw a pass was horrible. But the hits were still legit. Those women played their hearts out and literally tried to injure each other even from the very first game. There was no, there's never been any holding back with the amount of physical force that's ever gone in on that sport. The only thing I've never liked about it is that when you go to watch it, they still make it seem like it's some sort of weird Pornhub compilation because you can't watch a game from, you can't watch a game from first kickoff to last kickoff straight through. They're constantly cutting and chopping it and, and only showing like the highlight. Look, dude, if we watch the NFL like that, nobody would want to watch the NFL either. It's yeah, they, they do like, this I don't need every super slow mo on a on a yeah. girl going down and her butt jiggling. It's like, but, but, yeah, but they also like all they do is they just cut to the next big hit or they cut to the next big play. Like you don't see anything in between. It's like, all right, first and ten, fourth and five, and you're like, what the f- <laughs> what just happened? I want to watch the game. Like legitimately, I enjoy watching that sport. Like, and my wife will tell you because. She's caught me watching it, thinking I was looking at something wrong. I've been like, no, 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 watch this. Watch here. I'm going to rewind this. Yep. And she's like, oh, is she dead? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> that's why I'm watching. Know. Could be. I'm, that's why I'm watching. But yeah, I mean, with the 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 female the, the women's division now, I mean, there's there's some serious athleticism mm-hmm. combinations. Their move sets. It's it's far beyond a lot of the matches that I watch with from the men i mean it's like they go out there they they flop each other around they try to throw a a couple of their finishing moves at each other and then all of a sudden somebody comes out with a chair smacks them in the head when no one's looking and the match is over and it's like well that was anticlimactic and then the women come out there it's out there for 15 20 minutes and they're throwing each other all over the ring women's wrestling has really taken a a a very positive turn in my opinion um, when it comes to uh, professional wrestling entertainment, I think they're going in the right direction. And like Bomber said, I'm sorry. Like, I really enjoy watching the women's wrestling matches more than I do the guys. And it has nothing to do with their with their builds or their bodies. or anything. It has to do with natural, raw talent. Yeah. And honestly, the women have better stories, storylines going on than any of the guys. Yeah, like they know how they know how to do it, and they're building it right, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, no, it's awesome. No, it's good. That was that was a good wrestling chat. Can uh, we wrap up the wrestling chat with some really mind blowing fact that I found earlier? Oh yeah, yeah. Please, God, yes, yes. So when we were talking about Roman Reigns, I googled him as producer of the show. He's not he the has, producer of the show. You are. He's not no, the producer of the show. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Me. I was going to say, we don't have that kind of budget here. All right, no, we don't. He's a hard get. Uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns has four famous wrestling cousins. Mm-hmm. He has cousins with Rikishi, mm-hmm. Umaga, mm-hmm. Yokozuna, Yokozuna, and Sam Fatu. Uh-huh. All I, the same family. I couldn't is it, is, any of those. Isn't he, isn't he Samoan? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's he's got way more cousins than than what you just mentioned. Then trust me. I thought he was related oh. to the Rock too. 
So as somebody that was in the military for 20 years wiki right now, that was just on like the quick hits. He was I'm also in you... the shield. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love how surprised he was and nobody else in here was. They were like, yeah, that's how he started. Bro. Oh, I didn't so, listen. No, that's how we started. And he never spoke a word, never said a word. He was the quietest guy in the shield. He was the guy that always stayed in the background and he was just the muscle. And I was really happy to see that they. Oh, advanced I thought he was on like the TV show, The Shield. No, oh god. Oh, no, that's no, why I was surprised. Right. Somebody I help this man. On, like, I could this, see the surprise show. if that's what he was thinking. About. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that. and he was on the Shield. Well, no, because I'm looking through the wiki <laughs> like, and it's bad, like you know? the Shield in April 2014. Like there was no professional wrestling in the Shield. No. <laughs> <laughs> so might have made it better. So, Maybe. One last little thing I'm going to mention before we move over to the picker wheel. I'm sure we're only going to have time for like one picker wheel. Um, as somebody that was in the military for 20 years, and again, I'm going to, I'm going to, I have to make the statement all the time. I am not racist. <laughs> I just, I see stereotypes and observe them. That's all that I'm saying. In the military, every duty station I was at, there was at least one to two Samoans that worked in the supply unit and they all knew each other. And if you want to talk about a, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours situation. That's it. You want to get something done in the military, at least in the army, you want to get something done, find a Samoan, talk to him, let him know what you need. He's going to talk to 20, 30 other units on that post. And within two hours, you're going to have what you need. Because that is that is a family that that is the legitimate definition of family has your back, not your blood. And if you want to talk about close knit families, Samoans, some all day, all day. Yeah, much respect for Samoans, man. The amount of family that's embedded in that culture is unsurpassed. That's awesome. No, that's that's awesome. You no. can't exactly duck them on American Samoa, though. There's really probably not too much places to go to be like, oh man, it's cousin Ricky. Go <laughs> so Matt, what do we got for the picker wheel, brother? Sorry, I, I really no. ran it long this time. I'm sorry. No, no, there's nothing about that was a good free flowing, and that's what we've mixed things up to be. I want it to be something that we love. That's it. why I picked that topic. I knew it, you know what I mean? And uh this was good. People in there, you know, like look at John. John's like, fellas, I'm enjoying your show. And we appreciate you, John. You know what I mean? And if you want to see the rest of the comments that we don't feature, John, you can come over to the YouTube and you'll uh, you'll, you'll see all of these amazing people in here as well. And speaking of amazing people, before we get into the picker wheel, because last week we spun uh, our take on VR pub socializing. I forgot to do any research on there. That's not a two-minute conversation. Oh, yeah, because we were supposed to, like, all try to get together. Yeah. We still need to do – we also still need to do uh, Phasmophobia. Yes. Which I was going to talk, I'll talk to you about once we get done with here, because you, me, and Richie, I think we'll be able to do it on one of the days this weekend, if you have time. Hell yeah, we'll figure something out for sure. But I just want to give, as promised, I believe, I promise, shout out to all our YouTube members, all the people that press the join button. Nita, Auto Metal Queen, Zach Sweeney, that's him, Toby's Army, Bomber, 521, that's three of the four of you. Kush, Kelly, C.T. Anderson, Grim, Locke, Elo, and Lalita. So thank you guys. I appreciate you. We're going to leave you scrolling on the bottom. We can't. Uh, yeah, but yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do a phasma and we're going to figure yeah. it out. We're probably going to do like a cool little stream on, uh, on some networks and stuff. It's going to be fun. It was something that came up on the Tuesday show, which is triple T. If you're enjoying this, head on over there. It's funny. TikTok videos. You'll probably like it. If you don't, then 
that's on us. We'll we'll give you all of the money back from today's show. Just <laughs> All right, let's do the thing. We're going to spin one and see if we can do this in a, a quick one. I think we'll knock out Phasmophobia as a test, and I'll record it the first we time. Can't, do we can't do this one yeah, quickly. No, no. no, we can't do oh, this quickly. No. No. <laughs> no. That one just came up tonight, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is going to get violent. <laughs> it always gets spun like whatever's asked. It seems like, all right, so we're going we're gonna to see if we got a, a quicker one on here, because that's, that's not going to be the one. I, I'm a big boxing fan like these guys, and Oh. Okay. I don't know. We could knock this out quick. I'm going to say, I'm going to go quick. Mine is eight hours. I can do eight hours, and after eight, I get annoyed. Let's put this into context. Okay. What's the purpose of the drive? Let's let's do it like this. What's the purpose of the drive? And that will determine. What'd you give, Zach? I said, okay, Brandon. What are we, what are we, what is the, what is the intent of our, like, of our travel? Is it for like, or, or for like a job for work, or to go see family, or is it to go to like, you're, you're wanting to go check out a concert that you've always wanted to see? Like, let's what's go the concert? Okay, okay, let's go concert. concert. Farthest to drive for a concert? How far would you go? Uh, I'm going like five and a half hours Tuesday, so that's one way. Wow. Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I'll give you over. mine because my, mine's mine's gonna be like almost a polar opposite of yours. I will give you forty five minutes for me to drive to a concert. <laughs> I, I did eight hours round trip. Holy shit! I did I did from Ogdensburg to Buffalo and back in one night. That's fun. Yeah, it was awesome though. Actually, dance, Gavin, dance. There it was go. awesome. Uh, yeah, How long we're was going the concert. How long was the concert? Doors were at. Uh, seven headliner took the stage at about 10 show got over. We got out at about probably quarter to midnight. Then to get on the road until probably one. Okay. So one o'clock and the doors open when you said 10 doors were at seven, seven. And so we were you there were there. Four, so you, wait, wait. So you, you were there four. you drove four to get there. And yep. so you spent twice as long on the road as you did at the event. And it was a standing event, so I didn't even get to like, oh. sit down and catch my breath. Hmm. Hey, four what? four openers and a headliner. We didn't miss a single track. Tyler O'Grady, if you're still in the show, still in the chat. He did. Sound he off, did. He did, he did forty two in three days. Forty two hours in three days. One time driving. Oh yeah, because he went to Arizona. Yeah. Well, I mean, but uh, yeah, and the one I, we're I going to. Oh, go ahead, Bomber. I technically for a show because I used to do production work. Um. Technically, to, to one that you went to, one that you went to watch, bomber, not uh, one that you went to work at. See, yeah. that's why um, I said work or entertainment or. See, you tried cheating you, little bastard. Doesn't count. Uh, no, there's seven no first place on this one. Seven. Seven. Round trip or one way. One way. All right. And, oh. it was, it was, and it was an overnight, and then come back. Yep, that's what we're doing. We're going to watch Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill Tour. Ooh, I'm pretty jealous, actually. So, I, I, uh, and, the, and the work one was, I can't remember how many hours, but it was from here to Colorado in, in a semi. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's a good one. Who so you're it? you're in Ohio, right? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to, make, I wanted to put that in perspective for everybody else that was watching. <laughs> yeah. No. Ohio to Colorado. <laughs> in, a, in a semi with a guy that was this Italian guy that was about five foot two, maybe five foot one, and uh, probably you're smoked. Damon? Uh, 
no, I don't think he he could hang like Damon. <laughs> but um, yeah, little well, Italian guy had stories that. from since you know he, he was like, yeah, when I was on tour with Rolling Stones. Like, oh God, here we go. Here we go. I did get quite a people to drive here, so there's there's plenty of people that can tell you that they've drove Nine hours. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. All right. Yeah, driving stinks, but either way. Um, oh yeah, so next Tuesday, Triple T is going to be canceled. I just remembered. I'm going to be at the show. What? Yeah, yeah oh. I just remembered. Give me access. I'll run that shit. Toby. We'll fig- all right, we'll figure Toby, this out. Toby does it. All right, we'll figure this out. All right, that's all we got. <laughs> he's like, Toby's, Toby's got it, bro. Toby's right. got it. He's addicted now. He's got. He's got to do it. Yeah. All right, we'll do the thing. There'll be a show Tuesday. Toby is going to handle this, and uh, that's all we got. All right, that's the end of the show. Thank you, Bomber, for coming on. I greatly appreciate it, Producer Zach. Good to see you on camera. I think if you Thanks don't like it, then just send me an email, shoot me in a message on Instagram and be like, get that mug off there. Uh, if everybody shows up next week, he might be back just camera, uh, mic only, but either way. And as always, thanks, Toby. We're going to, uh, we're going to chat backstage. Can't thank everybody enough. And again, uh, you'll see these guys on Tuesday, some of them, some form of combination, but again, uh, that's all we got. That was fun. That was a good time. That was a good time. I'm going to do the outro now. You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. What about now? Still ready? What you got, Zach? You gonna give us something again? Yeah, yeah. Now's your time. Today's show is brought to you by Chex Mix. Boo! It's not at all. Then they're gonna flag us for because uh, I, I God, they ruined the whole show. Monetization. You just ruined the window. whole monetization. Now you owe us at least twenty-seven dollars. Damn it! Twenty-seven. You can't say the S word. It's brought to you by or our friends at Unreal. All right, producer oh. Zach is officially fired. Gotta go. Damn it.